helping people cope with and overcome life's challenges. This is Life Transformations with Michael Hart, Canadian Certified Counselor and Award-Winning Psychotherapist. Thank you for joining us in this episode of the Life Transformation Show. Today's show is titled, Six Dangers of Self-Centeredness and Greed. In Luke 12, we have the story of a rich man who had so much that he had to build bigger barns to hold his stuff. One of the fastest growing business in North America is the self-storage business. According to Mortar Intelligence Research, the valuation of the self-storage market reached $87.65 billion U.S. dollars in 2019. And this business, this sector of the business industry, is predicted to value $115.62 billion by 2025. Yes, it's a very lucrative business because people have so much stuff that they're building bigger and bigger storage to store their stuff. The business is so lucrative that we are told that even Bill Gates is trying to get a share of the market because we are told that he invested in one of the top eight storage storage company called Storage Mart. And so this is a growing, lucrative business because people are building bigger, bigger barns. In the story in Luke 12, 15 to 20, we are told that this parable is preceded by Jesus saying, Watch out, be on your guard against all kinds of greed. Life does not consist in an abundance of things. And as the story unfolds, we see this rich man who was planning to have many, many more years where he would, quote, eat, drink, and be merry. We are told that this man died suddenly. And God said, but who will these things be which thou hast provided? In other words, what are you going to do with these things after death? It's not going to be yours. And so what's the purpose of having these things stored that you do not need? And so in this parable, we get an insight into this man's selfishness. There's nothing wrong with having resources. There's nothing wrong with being rich. But the story paints a picture of a selfish man. Even how the story is told indicates his selfishness. It's the only parable where there is only one person in it. So there are a number of literary devices that are used in this parable to show how self-centered this man was. So it's as if Jesus constructed the story in such a way to say, he is so selfish, there is no room for anyone else in this story. We also see that the use of I and my 
appear throughout this story. If you read the narrative in Luke 19, it occurs, those words occur 11 times in about five verses. So all of that is pointing to this man's self-centeredness. But we also see this man's self-centeredness in how the story builds up and how it proceeds. The story starts with a narrator telling the story, but in chapter in verse nineteen, the the self centeredness of this man is further shown by the fact that he takes over the story, and there is no more narrator. The story is now being told by the man himself. I will say to myself, I will do this, and I will do that. I will store up wealth for many years, and I will say to myself, eat, drink and be merry. And Bernard Brandon Scott, who wrote here then the parables, said that this literary form of telling the story is a way to highlight this man's increasing self-centeredness. So I think this is an applicable story to talk about the dangers of self-centeredness and greed. Because in this story, God called this rich man a fool. And we get this idea from the story if we look deeper into the kind of words that are used in the story, that it's not about this man's riches or the wealth that he owns, but it's about his greed, how he went about accumulating this wealth. You see, if you do a research on the Greek words that is used to describe greed in this in this text, it is the Greek word Planoxia, which actually means extreme greed for wealth. And it also has this implication of fraud and extortion or coviciousness, according to Strong's strong exhaustive concordance of the Bible. So this man is not just wealthy. There is something about him that is so self-centered and self-serving that he seems to be to have accumulated his wealth through fraudulent means. And so in this story, we are going to be seeing some of the facts that have been borne out by research that has been done that shows that self-centeredness and greed is not good for your psychological or physical health. As a matter of fact, there is research that has been done at the Ohio State University and also at the University of North Carolina that shows that greed and self-centeredness has severe consequences. And it's from an article that was published by these magazines, an article that is called Social Motivation, Cost and Benefits of Selfishness and Otherishness. I didn't know that there was such a word as otherishness, but apparently apparently it is a word. So selfishness and otherishness, the, the benefits and cost. So I have from that article outlined and put 
and, and summarize six of the negative things that have been discussed in this article by these researchers that shows the dangers of self-centeredness and greed. So one of the first things the article pointed to as being one of the costs of self-centeredness is that self-centeredness leads to poorer physical health. Self-centeredness, self-centeredness leads to poorer physical health. And they pointed to a number of research that shows that people who are self-centered has certain health consequences as a result of that. So these people, they say, are more likely to smoke, These people are more likely to engage in drinking, and they're more likely also to engage in reckless behavior as a result of their focus on material things and self-centeredness. So self-centeredness and greed, according to this research, leads to poorer poorer physical health. And it's no wonder that in the store we are told that this man died suddenly. The parable does not say how he died, but he died suddenly. So this could be as a result of the accumulation of his selfishness over a number of years, or probably it was his reckless lifestyle. We hear from the parable that his intent was to party, to eat, drink, and be merry with a focus on nothing else but self-entertainment. And so the parable said that he died suddenly, leaving everything behind. And researchers are telling us that people who are self-centeredness and focused on greed has poorer physical health. The second thing that we learn from these research is that self-centeredness and greed leads to self-discrepancy and self-doubt. So self-discrepancy is this discord, this tension between who you want to be and who you are at the moment. Apparently, people who are self-centered and who are greedy never have enough. They may have a, a billion dollars, but they want more. They're always going after more. So this man in the story, in the parable, he had so much that he didn't know what to do with it. And his inclination wasn't to give some to the poor or to help others. His intention was to build bigger barns and to have bigger parties, eat, drink, and be merry. And so apparently the the People who are self-centered and greedy, they are never satisfied. So they have this self-discrepancy that they battle with and this self-doubt because they are never satisfied with who they are. And the research also shows under this heading that there is also what they call self-ambivalence. And this reminds me of what the Bible says, that a double-minded man is unstable in all 
his ways. And so the research is showing that when you are self-centered and greedy, your material things will never satisfy. The wealth that you have will never satisfy you. The popularity that you may gain and the fame that you may have as a result of your wealth will never satisfy you. The titles that man gives to you will never satisfy you. This self-doubt, self-discrepancy, and self-ambivalence will haunt you regardless of how much material things you have. And so the, the and so we see in the stories that this man was not satisfied. His intention was to build bigger and bigger barns and to party more and more. The third thing that the research is, the third point or the third danger of self-centeredness and greed is that it leads to lower life satisfaction and envy. Not only is there these other things such as self-doubt and self-discrepancy, but people who are self-centered and greedy, they are not satisfied with their life. And so they have this tendency to envy others. I have a billion, but that man has two billion, and I am in competition with that man. Why can't I be like him. Why can't I earn another billion dollars? And so it's no wonder that there is physical physical illness that is related to self-centeredness and greed because what will happen because of this lack of satisfaction is that people will literally work themselves to death trying to compete with others, trying to keep up with the Joneses. And so they will get bigger barns and bigger houses, but they will always see that person that has more than they do and will strive out of envy to be like that person. So this self-centeredness will never make you happy. There will never become a point in your life that you will get to where you will be satisfied with where you are. And so it's, it's a known fact if we look at what is happening in entertainment industry, for example, where we hear of these great singers, these people who had renowned fame, but we are told that they overdose on drugs, or we are told that they had to be medicated to sleep. And, and many people are looking up to these people as role models and are saying, I, if I could just be like them. And the ads that are used in which these people advertise seem to send the message, if I could only be like this movie star, or if I could only be like this singer, then I will be happy. But the point is, the fact is that these people are not happy themselves. We could have a show where we just name all the names of rich and famous people who have committed suicide or who have died young because of their reckless life. So self-centeredness and greed, wealth, will never get you to a point where you're satisfied because the more you have, the more you're going to desire. And so 
what's behind this? If we think about about uh, why material things will never satisfy it, we, we know that many of these people have emotional wounds that they're carrying from their childhood. They were abandoned, or they were neglected, or they, they were made to feel as if they were they were nothing they were they were unworthy because of psychological abuse and so what is happening in these dynamic where they have become self-centered and greedy it's not because they're evil people but they're trying to fill an emotional need with material things and material things will never satisfy an emotional need. And so this is what Jesus is pointing to in Luke twelve fifteen, when he says, Watch out, be on your guard against all kind of greed. Life does not consist in an abundance of possession. In other words, that's not what happiness in life is about. It will never make you attain the level of satisfaction that you're striving to attain. Michael will be right back. You have been listening to the Life Transformation Show where award-winning psychotherapist Michael Hart of Elim Counseling Services has been using the parable of the rich fool in Luke 12 to speak on the topic Six Dangers of Self-Centeredness and Greed. You can find out more about us at elimcounselingministry.com where you can also make a donation to this Christ-centered ministry. Your donations help us to stay on the air and to provide subsidized counseling to those who can't afford it. Back to Michael. The fourth point that I want to cover that these research brought out is that Self-centeredness and greed lead to anxiety, depression, and other psychological illnesses. So the literature shows that people who are who are self-centered and greedy, people who build their lives around attaining things for themselves, it gets to a point where they become more and more lonely and they become more and more depressed. And it's no wonder that many of these people who have lived self-centered lives end up committing suicide or end up becoming so sick that they have to be medicated. And this is simply due to what we have been talking about, that it will never satisfy the self-centeredness and the material things will never satisfy the emotional need. So we are told that many of these self-centered people, according to the research, they develop what is known as psychological distress. They become distressed because they are trying harder and harder to work more, to gain more, to become more popular. And they are, reali- they are realizing that the more they attain, the more empty they feel. Trying to use material things to satisfy an emotional need is like trying to fill a broken bottle with water. The more you pour into it, the, the the eventually it will become empty again. It doesn't matter how much you pour into it, I should say, it will eventually become 
empty again. And so this leads to depression, this leads to confusion, and this leads to this sense of futility because they're trying harder and harder, attaining great wealth, but never satisfied. We have Solomon in the Bible who were who was one of the richest men, the wisest man that ever lived, uh, calling, uh, talking about the vanity of material things and, and talking about how he attained great wealth and in the end he called it vanity of vanities. In other words, it did not do for him what he thought it would do. So this anxiety and depression, again, is somewhat based on the futility, but it's also based on the fact that there are deeper emotional wounds that have not been healed and material thing will never, material possessions will never get to the root of those pain. And so the fifth point that I would like to cover today is that material wealth, greed for material wealth, and self-centeredness lead to poorer relationship outcomes. What the studies show is that people who are self-centered, their drive for material possessions and the greed to have more lead to them shutting out other people out of their lives. So instead of building meaningful relationship, they have a lot of superficial relationship of people who may want to be like them or who may be around them for what they can get or yes men who will say everything just to be on their good side but they lack the social support and the social benefits that come from having deep and meaningful relationships we're also told that many people who are who are self-centered that they do not do well in interpersonal relationship because they do not consider the the needs of others their self-centeredness lead to them being being unaware of the needs of their partner and they do not actually address their partner's need the, re- the research shows that when they do try to address their partner needs they do it from a selfish perspective so in other words the partner might be asking for for more connection more communication and what they will do is that they will go out and they will buy a new car for their partner because they have the financial means or they will say you know let's go on this this elaborate vacation but if you go on a vacation and you're not connected and you're still acting selfishly just being in a different place is not going to make a difference so the self-centeredness makes these people act in ways that isolate them from others that leads to them focusing more on what they need and what they want and react to the partners in ways that are selfish many of these uh, self-centered people will buy gifts that they like for their partners on their birthday or their anniversary so buying your wife for example a set of golf clubs because you play golf and you like it is not necessarily going to make her happy to say this to say the least the research also shows that people who 
are self-centered and greedy have a low level of support for their partner. So they do not support their partners in ways that will make the partner feel valued and cared for. And as a result, this leads to negative consequences in the relationship and in many cases, relationship breakup. So many of these uh, people who are self-centered end up having very unstable or relationships, unstable relationships or relationships that don't last for very long. And the sixth and final point is that self-centeredness and greed lead to spiritual deprivation. In the parable, we see that this man had no space for God. He was talking, he was talking so much about his possessions and and what he planned to do with his possession that there was no mention about god in in out of his lips no mention about spirituality and so god had to intervene to end the selfishness and so we see that many people who are self-centered the emphasis is on their goods, the emphasis is on their stuff, the emphasis is on material things, and there is no place for God in their lives. And so this is the only parable in the Bible where God enters on the stage. And I think God enters on the stage because the materialism and the self-centeredness had become so had reached such a proportion that God had to intervene to stop it. And so this man, this self-centeredness led to this spiritual deprivation. And we are told in the story that God said to him, this night your soul is required of you. So in other words, you are planning all of these material things, this material future, but you have given no thought to the afterlife, no thought to what will happen after you have passed on from this life. So the man in this parable in Luke 12 was spiritually depraved. We also know from experiences uh, our testimonies that have been given by others, our books that have been written, that people do experience a deep sense of hopelessness and a crisis of existence when spirituality is not a part of their life. Take, for example, the great author, the great Russian author, Leo Tolstoy, who wrote many books and is uh, is still books that are still read even though he died I think in 1910 in one of his books the the confession that's called confession he's quoted as saying quote my life came to a standstill the truth was that life is meaningless and it was then that i a man favored by fortune had a card, had to hit a card for myself, lest I should hang myself, unquote. So here is Leah Tolstoy. He had everything that life could offer. He was rich. He was famous. And he said he came to this place where he felt life 
was meaningless, and he had to hide a card from himself lest he should hang himself. And so when you have this void of spirituality in your life, this feeling of emptiness and meaninglessness to life is very common. And so the only way to fill that void is to involve spirituality in your life. Realize that there is more to life than material possessions. So there you have it, the six dangers of self-centeredness and greed. So if you have missed any part of this show, I want to remind you that you can find it on our website at elamcounselingministry.com or by searching for our YouTube page by going by just typing in type in Elam Counseling Services in Google and you will see our website and our YouTube page. We also want to remind you that we are a not-for-profit organization that count on your support to stay on the air. And we also want to let you know that we are on the air every Monday morning at 9.30 a.m. And so until next time, this is your host, Michael Hart of Elam Counseling Services, praying that God would bless you in all your relationships and keep you sound in mind and pure in heart. Music